This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio. Here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today's topic is identity crisis, and right off the bat, I'm laughing because the universe is, when, when we talked about doing this particular episode, they were like identity crisis. And many people either aren't aware they're having one or they're aware of it and they don't like it. And so, you know, it's a challenging topic because it really requires us to look at ourselves. Um, and that's what's wrapped in our identity. There's so much, there's so many layers to each identity. And so I'm kind of just jumping in with, Express yourself, identity crisis, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. The phone lines are open. I'm taking your calls live. It's 877-230-3062. As I always say, have the courage to call in live. Don't wait to be the first caller or the last caller or the time of the hour is gone because you're here and you're listening and you want to call in and find out what's going on. And... Also, a reminder that the first two callers do receive a complimentary 30-minute follow-up consultation with me. So you'll have an intuitive reading with me after the show. And before we jump into identity crisis, I just want to also let my listeners know that the Dear James Advice column is now being featured on thegoodmenproject.org, which is an amazing um, website. Um, It's been in existence uh, for about 12 years now, and... They, it's all about men. It's for men and it's about how to be a better man. And so I'm very excited to announce that the, uh, the goodmenproject.org will now be carrying, um, the ongoing Dear James advice column. So very excited about that. So as the phones begin ringing and I see that they're ringing and I'll come to you momentarily, I just want to give you a little bit about express yourself identity crisis. The entire point of the identity crisis happens in our lives when we have an issue of the personality versus the soul. And when you come to realize that we are energy, and in that form of energy, we are a soul, and we embody a body. We're, we're encapsulated inside a body. And, this, and so our soul is our main connection to source. And the personality is a strand. It's but a strand of the whole. And so once you realize that when you start feeling conflict in your life, it's because the personality, the strand of the soul that is the personality that has the ego and the free will, is in opposition to source, to its soul, its whole. And that starts creating this identity crisis, and it gets manifested in so many ways. There are so many ways in which you will experience an identity crisis. And 
it can come in the form of what you believe you should be, what you should be wearing, where you should be working, where you should be living with an identity that it's being done, not with the intention of it being pure, but with the intention of being something. And thereby, that creates an identity crisis because it's in direct conflict with your natural self, your true self. And so in this, you want to be very mindful of the fact that when you're having an identity crisis, look to your soul. Listen to your soul first because your ego is going to be yapping. It's going to be loud. And so we want to talk about how the personality versus the soul can be in conflict. And right before I go to my first caller, I just want to give you a beautiful quote. Um, it's out of uh, the book, The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukoff. And he says, when the personality comes fully to serve the energy of its soul... To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Back to Dear James Live, express yourself. I'm sorry we were having some technical difficulties there, but I am back and taking your calls live. And I'd like to jump right in and take Julie from Cape Cod. Hello, Julie. 
Hi, James. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I am okay. I'm experiencing an identity crisis. So your your choice in topics today is amazing. Um, I'm coming off a big, huge trip that I took um, first time overseas. I came back to a different world. Um, and my ex-husband, uh, we were married for almost, we were together for close to two decades, got married the week I got back. So even my whole identity of everything is shifting, and I'm a little concerned. Got it. Well, let me say to you right off the bat that this is all about letting go of the old, letting go of what doesn't serve you anymore. Um, anytime we have a loss, and you know, and a loss can come, and especially when, when our personality, the personality has chosen how we will deal with this loss and how we deal with moving on. But your higher self, your soul, has a whole different plan, whole different agenda, because it's pure. It's purely of the light. And so what I'm getting right away is a, this is a conflict, as we were talking about, it's a conflict of the personality to the soul. Because if you were to ask yourself, when I say yourself, your soul self, how this registers on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a zero. True? Uh, yes. Yeah, um, I, I got to get in touch uh, very uh, deeply with my soul on my trip, and um, coming back, this this is just so not appetizing to to wear this mask. And now that Halloween has passed, it's time to take the mask off. Exactly, because what's happening is this is really um, a wake up call, an alignment call for you to lay all of these identities down there was there was so much um they're showing me a lot of layers for you meaning many layers many identities um surrounded surrounding the ability to um please people absolutely and that is a very 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 heavy task a heavy burden and when you're personality when you start to lay them down when you start to you know first they they conjure back up so you've had a, a, a very amazing trip and journey where you have begun the process of letting all this go all of this new light has come into you and all of a sudden the ego the identity says well wait a minute all i've ever known is how to be this person right and so it starts getting loud and it starts getting aggressive. It starts getting, you know, it wants you to remember, I'm here. Funny enough, that's going to be next week's show. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> but the funny thing is that what you're experiencing, A, is natural. And the more that you come into the awareness and the alignment of, I can lay all of these masks down and I'm not going to die. I'm going to be, I'm here. I'm still here. Right. And that's really what's taking place is this battle, if you will, between the old and the new you. Okay. It's, 
it's very subtle with you as well. Uh, you know, it's it's a very subtle. Um, um, they're wanting you to, um, and I, uh, uh, you know, I'll say this that I know you already do this. Um, the moon is going to play a very big part um, in your the balancing of your rhythms. Okay. And so they want you to really um, sink in with the rhythms of the moon, um, the identity of the moon, because it's it's very tied to your at a soul level. It's very tied to you. Um, okay. It's you know it's a female energy. It's a very beautiful. It's the rhythms of our body. It's the rhythm of of the water, and we're you know of course we're ninety eight percent water, so it holds great importance. But they want you to see it in a new a new way they're, they're saying to me that you've, you see it and you see it all the time, but you haven't really stopped to see it. Yes. See it with new eyes. I understand. James. Yeah. See it with new eyes and, and feel it with, feel it with a new perspective. And yeah. that will, um, that will bring about great change. Does right. that help? Yeah. Huge help, James. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, and I'll be back in touch, and we'll do our follow-up reading. Wonderful. Thank you, James. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, again, the phone lines are open, and uh, call in. There's open phone lines, and you want to take advantage of the information that the universe has to provide for you. It's all about dealing with identity crisis. Your call doesn't have to be on topic. The phone lines are open at 877-230-3062. So continuing on with the the discussion about expressing yourself and the identity crisis, when we are faced, when the ego is faced and the personality is faced with change and, and, and or conflict against the soul, that's when we get into trouble. That's when we start having, and it's also, when I say trouble, it's also good trouble because it's a motivator. It's an accelerator to move you forward. And some of the beautiful things that, you know, we, we talk about midlife crisis. You'll hear that um, term used. And the midlife crisis is also kind of um, a mid-heaven point. It's, it's, a, it's the universe speaking through your soul to the personality to say, hey, we signed up for this, this, and this. And you know, you're not really there and you feel it. You feel it in your being. You feel it in your soul. When you're in that job, that dead end job, or you're in the job that, you know, everybody wrapped you in and said, ah, you're supposed to be the doctor or the lawyer or the stockbroker, or, you know, you're doing these jobs that just are killing your soul. And you have this identity crisis. You have this wake up call and it's your, it's spirit speaking. It's, to your soul saying this isn't what you signed up for this isn't you're you're getting stuck in the lesson and you can alter that by coming into the consciousness the awareness that your identity crisis is about personality versus the soul and so we get these wake up calls and these are identifiers they come in the modes of stress Anxiety, fatigue, depression, dissatisfaction, obstruction, 
accidents, betrayal, divorce, as in the case of Julie, divorce and a remarriage, this loss, separation, loneliness, emptiness, the list goes on. Because these, the identity crisis, these wake-up calls, these identifiers, are placed in your path for you to do exactly that, to have this epiphany, to wake up and have this epiphany that you're on the wrong path and that you've been leading with the personality. And I often say, you've been doing it your way. How's that working out for you? Because it's not fun. It's not fun when we realize we're on the wrong path. And when we go to attempt to transition from that, to stop the cycle, if you will, it can be jarring. It can be challenging. And thereby, what you're faced with is an ego mind versus the soul challenge. This duel, if you will. And that duel, (coughs) pardon me, I'm battling a little bit of a cold, um, so I apologize to everyone listening, but when you are having this ego mind and the soul challenge, it's been perfectly set up. There are no mistakes, and you are literally in the thick of an identity crisis. You're in the thick of the challenge, and thereby, what you want to do is get into a discussion to quiet your mind and start getting into a discussion where you recognize your personality and how your personality <coughs> pardon me will change based on your discussion with your soul your receptivity to your soul and that is going to take great surrender and don't be afraid of the surrender. Don't be afraid of the challenge that lies before you. <coughs> In that, that challenge was perfectly set up for you to realize that in this battle, in this epic battle of the ego mind, the personality, and the soul, the purity and the innocence of the soul, you have a choice to surrender, or you have a choice to continue battling yourself. Because the, the identity crisis isn't external. It's not your boss, it's not your partner, your wife, your husband, your children, your neighbor. It's not an external challenge. It's an internal one. It's one where you come to realize that you are battling yourself. Identity of self, the personality, is battling your true and highest purpose, your soul. And in that, the only option, the truest option, the way forward, is to surrender to your soul. It's as Gary Zukoff said in The Seat of the Soul, when the personality comes fully to serve the energy of its soul, that is authentic empowerment. It is about aligning yourself 
with your soul. And that is fundamental. Now, I want to talk to you about a story. Um, and bear with me because my voice is going in and out and I'm coughing a little bit and I apologize for that. Um, but I want to talk to you about the story Wicked. And everyone is familiar with the the beautiful Broadway show Wicked. And there's, of course, Elphaba, who is the, the Wicked Witch, if you will. And there's Glinda, the Good Witch. And the song For Good was written to demonstrate the diversity between them and how people come into our lives for a reason and so forth. But I want to place this story in the context of this analogy in the context of you seeing it from a place of your soul being the personality and that of your soul, which is limitless, which is pure. And in the opening lyrics of the song, if we're looking at Alphaba as the personality, she says, I'm limited. Just look at me. I'm limited. And as she turns to speak to Glenda, the good witch, which would be your soul, the purity of your soul, your, your oneness, she says, and just look at you. You can do all I couldn't do. So now it's up to you for both of us. Now it's up to you. And the beauty of that analogy is that when we understand that our personality, the strand of the soul that is the personality, is limited, we can't see the whole picture. We don't have the whole picture. We have the traits and the characteristics and the ego of our personality. The soul is limitless. It can do everything that we can't do. And yet we lead our lives based on the personality. We forget that inner compass, that true north that sits within us, that soft, quiet whisper, that gut intuition that's guiding us, that's constantly guiding us and wanting us to have limitlessness. They want us to have it all. But the, per the personality gets in the way. So these opening lyrics for me is the, it's the recognition of the plan and understanding of what we could have if we led our lives with our soul, if we lead with our soul. And the limitedness of what happens when we lead with our personality, with our ego, with our mind. They're two drastically different experiences. As the song goes on, they talk about, I've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason, bringing something we must learn. And we are led to those who help us most to grow if we let them. We're constantly being led to listen to our soul. We are constantly being led to listen to our soul. And yet we continually deny it. We, we tune in and out of the soul instead of 
realizing it's come into our lives for a reason. It's meant to teach us. It's meant to transcend the ego, the identity known as the ego, the personality, and the identity, the crisis. And we help them in return, it says. Well, I don't know if I believe that's true, but I know I'm who I am today because I knew you. So when you realize that the personality is connected to the soul, which is connected to source, to all of source, then you see how the two can work in concert with one another. But the experience is far richer when we experience life as a soul, leading with our soul-source connection, leading with our soul self, not our ego self. Our ego self has all of this lack and limitation. And it can be, in, you know, from anger and resentment to um, cruelness, anger, anxiety. That's the ego. That's the personality's issues. But the soul is constantly there showing up, saying, I can do this. If you'll let me lead, I'll show you the way out. I'll show you the way through. And the beautiful part of this for me in this song is that this is the learning phase. This is the understanding and the coming to learn that this dichotomy exists. That typically, we, humanity, leads with our personality. And we barely listen or tune into our soul. The song goes into kind of crescendo a little bit and talks about like a comet pulled from orbit as it passes a sun, like a stream that meets a boulder halfway through the wood. Who can say if I've been changed for the better? But because I knew you, I have been changed for good. That, for me, is the the brilliance of frustration and disbelief and second-guessing. It's this enticement, this excitement about, oh, this soul is speaking to me. I hear it. And yet, the frustration in surrendering to it, the intimidation of it, the being scared of it, the fear of it, because we fear that we, won't, that we will cease to exist, that our way, our knowing, is what we know. And if we let go of that, we won't be there anymore. And so... We're going to talk more about this next week, which will be brilliant. I'm having my, my amazing guest back, uh, Dr. Jan Seward, um, and she's going to be. We're going to be talking about the ego, and um, the topic of the show next week is "I'm still there." So it will be "Express yourself." I'm still there, and it's a beautiful moment where we're going to really delve into the ego and how that can trip us up and everything. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. We're discussing identity crisis. We'll be back after this station break.
available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations. Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. When you ask a question, the universe hears you. And in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. We are talking identity crisis today. and So if you're listening, call in. The phone lines are open. It's 877-230-3062. Still an opportunity to receive a complimentary 30-minute intuitive reading with myself. And carrying on, I want to jump back into the story of the song For Good from the beautiful... Uh, musical Wicked and go on to continue the story about where we reach the point of transcendence because there's a beautiful line sung by Elphaba that talks about it well may be that we will never meet again in this lifetime so let me say before we part so much of me is made of what I learned from you you'll be with me like a handprint on my heart And now, whatever way our stories end, I know you'll have rewritten mine. The beauty of that, when you correlate that to the surrender of the soul, to the surrender of leading your life with your personality, with your ego, is that you may never meet again in this lifetime because you'll have transcended the ego and you'll be living your life from a soul place, letting your soul lead you. And the beauty, the peace that comes with that, the confidence, the expansion, the innocence of it, just the pure innocence of, can you imagine that when you're, you hear your soul say, I, I have a dear friend who's going through this right now, and her soul is saying to her to pick up and leave and, and leave the family that she is very close to, to go and live the life that she knows she's meant to live. And she knows that her soul is telling her this. And that beauty, because by leading, by making this switch to live your life based on your soul and trust that, you start to see, and she's experiencing immediate changes before she's even left, before she makes this transition. 
that's the beauty and the affirmation of the gift that when we listen, all of a sudden, all those identity crises, all those red lights, all those roadblocks, all the flashing signs, the flashing yellows, they come to a screeching halt because you're listening, you're tuned in now, and you're leading from your soul. And they're delivering you to a place that's just limitless, far more expansive. And they're freeing you from these bonds that you've placed on yourself, these limitations. So this is where the soul takes over. In this particular song, this is where the soul takes over. And the goodness of that. It's also the part where the soul is speaking to the personality or the identity which created the conflict because it's saying I may never see you again in this lifetime but I know that you're in my heart you've placed a handprint in my heart because the personality is important it's not that you're meant to not be who you are it plays a vital role it's how you bring about this journey, but you're meant to listen and follow the soul, the, the, the teachings, the learnings, the, the inquisitiveness of the soul, because it knows everything, and the personality knows little. It knows what it knows. It's like when you live in a large city, and you get fixated on knowing your, you know, your neighborhood, your quartier. You know exactly that but you don't necessarily ever expand out beyond it to understand the rest of the elements and so imagine you're in a helicopter or a plane and you look down well from that vantage point which is the soul you can see the entire city or the entire um, region or you know countryside of where you live but when you're the personality you know boots on the ground you only know what's directly around you or what you're willing to go out and experience. And so this was, again, the transition of where the soul takes over and the soul is going to lead you. And you have to, you know, it's willful. It's about surrender and it's about faith. It's about belief in something greater. Because the soul requires trust and faith and belief in a higher source and willful action and a surrender to it. And when we do that and we see ourselves come into this complete and full alignment with it, it's like, you know, it's like the, the Japan bullet train. It's just, it's, you know, 300 and some miles or 500 and some miles an hour down the track and it's just gliding. Those particular trains lift off the track and it's done magnetically and they are bullet trains for a reason. They are, whoa. It's not the old school style where we're chugging along and you hear the steam and we're trying to get going and, and get moving. Completely different um, experiences. So as we go on to the understanding and acceptance that the personality never dies, the personality comes along for the ride. So the identity crises that you're experiencing prior will dissipate. Because you'll naturally be flowing in the rhythm. It's like I was saying with the caller, Julie. You're going to flow with the rhythms of the moon. Because they bring about beautiful, epic tides of change. The moon controls the water. It takes the tides out 
and it brings them in. And so it is a new way of experiencing yourself by letting yourself lead with your soul. We come along to the part in the song where there's forgiveness. And Alphaba, the the identity or the personality says, and just to clear the air, I ask forgiveness for the things I've done you blamed me for. Because imagine in our life, as you're going through life, we're always blaming people or places or things for what's happening to us. Because that's easier than looking in. It's easier to say this external object is what's creating this identity crisis or this havoc in my life. But the truth is, it's not the external players, the persons, the places, the things. They're the props in our play. We created our own play. Each one of us has an individual play. And they're showing up. Everyone's showing up just as you asked them to. And they're playing their roles brilliantly. So that we will transcend the limitations of personality to accept our true identity, our purity, our soul. Now, to end on the note of forgiveness with this, with this story is the beauty in it. Because we first have to come to understand that it is us who are calling the shots. No one else is deciding for you. No one. You are deciding for you. You decide when you stay at the job that doesn't feed your soul or the dead-end marriage or the abusive relationship. You make that choice. You're saying, when you stay, you're saying, I'm not done with this lesson. And so the universe says, okay, we will continue. But even at that moment, your soul, and you feel it, and it's where the fear comes in. It's where the ego comes in. You feel it. Because your your soul is saying, go. It's going to be okay. We're going to take you over here. But your personality... Your identity says, no, 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 I can't do that. What would they think if I left this high-powered job to go and paint or to be a teacher or to do something that just feeds your soul? We get so caught up in what others might think or say or do that we say we stay trapped in the identity of the personality. And there's that beautiful soul of yours. There's the soul saying to you, come over here. It's over here. Come this way. And we don't listen to it. And, and we, the beauty is we need to listen to it. The gift is we need to listen to it. So looking in, look in. That is the key. Look in, not out. There's no external answer. Every answer you need is inside of you. It's already there. You brought it. You planned it. 
And it's up for you to listen to your soul to achieve that transcendence. Because ultimately, in the end, it really is the battle for your soul. And I don't mean that in a positive, negative, or an evil versus good um, way. It's intended, the battle for your soul, it's personality and free will versus blind faith and internal soul source wisdom. So I just want to say that again. It's this battle. The battle for your soul is this personality slash free will versus blind faith and internal soul source wisdom. That's the battle. That's the battle for your soul. Meaning that's the battle your soul fights with every day with you every day. That's the battle for your soul. Your soul's trying to get you to hear what you need to hear and do what you're supposed to do. But you have free will and you're an identity. You're a personality. And so you can say, no, don't really want to do that. So that's where we, that's where we're sitting here. I want to go to my next caller, Kirsten. Hello, Kirsten. How are you? Hi, I'm well, thanks. How are you today, Dean? Very well, thank you. What's happening? Um, I would not describe my experience as a midlife crisis, more a midlife transition. Um, Okay. Kind of going through some different changes in my life over the course of the last few years, but something that I had this epiphany yesterday where I realized that something that I was trying to avoid doing in my life, I guess, I actually had become. And it was it was suddenly this realization of, oh, wait, you've become what you said you didn't want to become. So I guess in that realization, you start to then transcend it as opposed to become that. Um, but so what I'm trying to find out is, is that in fact the case? Once, the, once you have that realization and you realize you've, you know, you're doing something that you didn't want to do and now you want to fix it and head in the right direction. Is that, in fact, the way I'm supposed to be going? And is that enough or is there more? Well, the, the, the big word that I was writing down as you were saying that and, and the missing link, if you will, the missing element, the missing link is surrender. Because you're on the right path and you're on the right, um, the right trail because you're now coming into an awareness of you, you're becoming that which you didn't want and, and thereby there's a, that, and, and in this instance you can see that that's then the personality in action because the personality is still afraid, the identity, the personality is still afraid that if I make a total and complete surrender, I'll cease to exist because it's the only thing you've known the entire time. So as you come into an awareness of, ah, there's more. There's something far greater here that I can participate in. And you start moving that direction. The ego, the personality starts to go, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's, you know, that's huge. That's big. And it gets frightened. So is that where the fear comes from? 
Absolutely. It's, it, that's exactly where the fear comes from because we all know what we know what we know. I'm in my village, in my, you know, in my neighborhood or in my quartier, and I know this. And that's how most people operate in the world. This is what I know, and it's from an identity or personality perspective. But on high, your soul is on high. It knows everything. It knows what you signed up for. It knows what you wanted to experience. It knows what you wanted to achieve. And it knows how. It knows how to bring all of the right people to the right places at the right times. It knows all of it. And yet we buck that or we don't even listen. We don't even tune into it. And as you do start to tune into it and you become awakened, I always say once the bell rings, you can't unring the bell. So in your instance, you know, bell has been rung, you're moving this direction, and all of a sudden you're getting the the flare-ups is the term they're giving me. You're getting the flare-ups of this change, this transcendence, this acceptance of something greater. And everybody in your your existence and your immediacy and everything will challenge you because you're changing, which means everything they've known isn't the same anymore. Their world's being rocked. So their identity, their egos are getting ready to come up and challenge you, but not challenging you, not challenging you in the terms of oppression but almost as if challenging you so that your soul will show up and surrender and commit. I'm going to align with what I know to be true. And that's scary. That, that's not an easy transition. No. But it, it is where, yeah, it's, it's where the not, fear comes in. Yeah, it, it, that's what it, it just, I feel like I make these great strides. And then I fall backwards because these big fears show up. And I right, know that, and I know it's fear of things that I can't even control, which is the, the funny part of it. And I know that. And yet I still get, you know, debilitated at moments from it. Right, because it's, it's literally your identity crisis. Are you a soul in a body that has a personality or are you a personality in a body that might have a soul? I mean, most people say I'm a, bo- I'm a personality in a body. I have a body. I'm human. I don't know about this soul stuff. And yet they can't explain when their soul is speaking to them just as simply as, you know what, don't drive the car, don't turn left, go straight. And by following that, they avoid a huge accident. That's, you know, that's your soul talking. So when that, something like that happens, you have to realize then you're a soul first. And the, and the identity, the personality is a strand of that. And typically, which is what happens, we grow up and we commence on this journey of identity, personality, identity. It's only as we 
open up and we start to allow, oh, wait a minute, there's something else that's leading me. There's something else that's guiding me. It's always trying to get me in the right place at the right time. It's leading me constantly, but I have to tune into it. It's simply surrender. For you, it's simply a surrender. I'm back to the, you know, this epic for good story requires trust and faith and belief in a higher self, in a higher source and willful action and surrender. That's what it requires. And in, you know, in your instance, Kirsten, that's what you're going to want to do is surrender to it and have faith in the fact that it's never going to lead you astray. The identity, the personality, the ego, she'll lead you astray. But the soul, soul doesn't lead you astray because it only wants for you your highest good your greatest expansion, your limitlessness, your empowerment. It wants far more for you than your personality will ever believe you're capable of. And that goes for everybody. I'm saying that for everybody. That's what happens. And so when we tune into our soul, trust your soul. Trust your soul. Lead with your soul. And your world's going to change dramatically and, and, in, and in a beautiful, beautiful way. And I know that you know that. Okay, great. I will Does that answer everything? That. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very Wonderful. much. I greatly appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. As we go to close up today's show, and we've got a few minutes left, I want to give you some tips to transformation. If you're having an identity crisis, really come to understand that you're, if you're leading life with your personality, with your identity, with your ego, it's going to trip you up. Sooner or later, it's going to trip you up. And if you haven't already recognized that these um, obstructions, these frustrations that are going on in your life are because you're going against your soul, you're having this internal epic battle for control. And the universe is really saying to all of us, it's time to lead with your soul. It's time to lead with your soul source connection. So I just want to say to you some tips before we close the show today that recognize first and foremost, you are a soul and your soul is energy. You're not a body. You're a soul in a body. You are incarnate. Then recognize that your personality is but a division of the whole soul, which encompasses all of your lifetimes, past, present, future. Your soul is the whole enchilada. It's the big bandwidth. You're just a slight, your personality is a slight strand of that, but your soul encompasses all of your, all of your existences. From there, Surrender your personality to the service of your soul. It's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever do. Just surrender your personality and say, okay, you know what, God, universe, source, I'm going to turn it over to you and I'm going to listen and I'm going to lead with my soul. From there, transition from an ego-based identity life to a soul-based 
a whole way of living life. You're in alignment. You're in complete alignment. And then, last but not least, sit back and experience the magic and the miracles of a soul-based life. When you lead with your soul, the world opens up to you. You just have to have the courage to commit, the courage to surrender, the courage to listen, and the courage to follow through. And if you can do all of those things and surrender to your soul, your identity crisis or crisis is, will greatly diminish, if not completely disappear. Because you will be in alignment and in sync with and in harmony with the greatest portion of you, the wholeness, the oneness of you, your soul. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is. And then hear what Dear James has to say. Today was about identity crisis. And as I always say, I leave you with these parting thoughts. No matter where you are, or whom you're with, or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. Thank you all. We'll see you back next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.